Welcome back to another episode of Legally 40-ish. This is Allegra. And yes, I am recording solo today. It is Memorial Day weekend. It's Sunday. I'm exhausted. Um, Had a little birthday party for my husband yesterday, and it was really low-key, like not a big party, but it's tiring just getting your house prepped, doing all the food and, you know, hosting an event. So I'm a little tired today, but I wanted to record an episode because it's been a little while and wanted to give a quick update on what's going on with Legally 40-ish and where we're going from here. So first things first, you notice that Natasha is missing. Well, she's decided to take a little hiatus from the podcast and not sure when she'll be back, but in the meantime, it will be just me, but I'm going to kind of come up with some sort of new format. Um, I think what I'm thinking is that I will do kind of a weekly rundown on headlines, legal headlines, and you know, celebrity legal news, not just celebrity, but just legal headlines, and then perhaps have a guest join me every once in a while, and we can dive deep into some of these um, bigger stories. Because I know that my strength isn't exactly doing a solo episode. I'm getting better, I feel like, but it's not easy. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and some of the people that I really like do solo episodes mostly, and they're incredibly gifted at it. And it seems so easy. Like if you're listening and thinking, well, I could do that. That seems like a breeze. It's really, it's not. Talking to yourself is incredibly weird. And I enjoy the back and forth. I enjoy having someone to bounce ideas off of, you know, to just, you know, the feedback. It's it's a lot easier than just talking to yourself. But that's what I'm going to be doing because I enjoy doing this podcast. And just for a little bit of background, I don't think we ever talked about how the podcast came to be and why we were doing it, but um we started this about a year ago. So this is kind of, I guess, the anniversary episode, but I'm doing it by myself. But um, we started this about a year ago and this was um, our first episode officially came out, but we, the idea came sometime in like March of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. March of 2021. And I, at the time was, I'd quit a job. I was basically unemployed by design, by choice, and was really trying to figure out what I wanted in my life. You know, I was 38 and recently lost my mom and kind of just felt like I was floundering. And I realized that, you know, a lot of what I enjoy is, you know, I was a performer for most of my life and I really loved, I've always loved celebrity news, celebrity gossip, you know, Us Weekly was my thing. And I know it sounds silly and it is trivial, but it's something that I enjoyed for whatever reason. And so, um, when Jen Shaw got arrested and we started talking about, you know, gosh, there's so many celebrity legal issues. And so since I love both of those things, why not put them together? And Natasha at the time was putting out videos on constitutional law issues. And we were like, let's just do this together, con law and celebrity news. Let's just have fun together. So that's kind of how this came to be. And it's still fun for me. And Natasha at this point is ready to have a little break. So that's what she should be doing. She should take her break and do this when it's fun. So that's why I'm still doing it because I love it and want to do it. So what I'm going to do this week, I'll make it a short episode. I wanted to go through some of the headlines in the news this week. And I can't, of course, move forward without discussing the shooting in Uvalde, Texas. I don't want to discuss the issue on this episode for a number of reasons. One being that I don't think I'm the person most qualified to discuss it. Um, I also 
you know, it just happened and it's, I, I don't want to make light or trivialize something that is so incredibly important. And I don't feel that I'm the person to discuss it. So while I'm going to be talking about some headlines in the news, that's not one of them. And it's not because it's not important. It's probably the most important thing happening right now, but I just don't think this is the platform to do it. So um, if you want to listen and have some you know, lighter topics, I suppose, then that's what this will be. Um, but just don't think that I'm ignoring it because I don't want to talk about it or because I don't want to touch on some of the you know political issues. It's just that I don't think that this is the appropriate form to do it. So with that, I'm going to dive right into some of the legal headlines in this week's news. First things first, when I woke up this morning and I was scrolling TMZ, which I do regularly. Um, it's actually kind of funny. My first legal job. So my my homepage on my internet browser used to be TMZ. And at my first legal job, I remember like my boss came in and asked me to pull up something on my laptop and I opened up my browser and TMZ was the homepage. And it was kind of embarrassing, but um, TMZ actually breaks some really good news and I enjoy reading it. Um, Natasha may beg to differ, but I I do enjoy it. Um, anyway, so when I was scrolling TMZ this morning, the first headline I saw was that Nancy Pelosi's husband was arrested for DUI yesterday in Napa. So um, his name is Paul Pelosi. He was arrested, like I said, yesterday, Saturday, I guess sometime before midnight for a DUI in Napa. And if you know where Napa is, it's wine country in California, Northern California. And um, it looks, there's not much news on it because he literally was just arrested, but they are misdemeanor counts. So it appears it was a standard DUI, meaning there was, it was not an accident. There were no other cars involved. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. It appears by the charges. Um, he is 82 years old, which I mean, I, I said this to my husband. I'm like, I feel like old people think they can do whatever they want and they will never get in trouble. Um, but that's not the case. Don't drink and drive, no matter how old you are. So that's what's happening with uh, Paul Pelosi. There's no more news on it, the circumstances surrounding the arrest. So um, I just thought, even though DUIs aren't funny, for some reason, I found that slightly comical. Um, also this week, I did not hear this, but apparently Andy Dick, the comedian, was arrested earlier this month in May. It looks like May 11th. He was arrested in Orange County for sexual assault. Now, it came out this week that the prosecutors are declining to file any charges against him due to lack of evidence, and they sent it back to the Orange County Sheriff's Department to continue their investigation. Um, at the time, there was a male who apparently called and reported the assault to authorities. I think the allegation was something like he had been um, sexually assaulted while he was sleeping, and um, he was taken to the hospital and a sexual assault examination was conducted. But um, at this point now, the prosecutors, again, they've de declined to file charges and the Orange County Sheriff's Department has said that the investigation is really at a stalemate because the alleged victim is no longer cooperating with authorities. So that's what's happening with Andy Dick. Apparently too, and I don't remember this, but he was um, previously charged with sexual battery and simple assault in 2018. So not the first time that he's had to deal with these charges, whether true or not, I don't know, but that's what's going on with Andy Dick. Um, there was a headline that really caught my eye. It's not celebrity news, but this cruise line, celebrity cruise line, is being sued by a passenger for allegedly giving her HIV. 
So here's the circumstances around that this lawsuit. I found it to be interesting, not just because of the headline, but also kind of the legal issues involved within the lawsuit. So here's the here's the issue. Um, on December fourth, twenty twenty one, so just last December, a woman started her seven day cruise. On the fifth day, she suffered a medical emergency. She suffered a, a GI hemorrhage, so gastrointestinal hemorrhage, and it necessitated a blood transfusion. So apparently she was in such dire straits that they said, you need to have a blood transfusion or you're going to die. Now, they made an announcement on the ship over the PA system asking passengers for a negative blood. Apparently, four passengers stepped up. She was given the blood transfusion. It was successful. Um, it did save her life, but then she was later diagnosed HIV positive, And it is her firm belief that she contracted the virus through this blood transfusion. Um, so obviously the allegation is that they were negligent in handling the blood and um, they didn't properly screen it. And as a result, she contracted HIV. Now, Celebrity Cruise, they own, I've, I saw they put out some sort of statement saying that we can confirm that we successfully performed a life-saving medical procedure for this guest. We're looking into the allegations contained in the complaint and have nothing further to add at this point. Now, that's the interesting legal issue as an attorney that I, I, I'm intrigued by because although, let's just say, let's for purposes of the discussion, that these allegations are true. That, in fact, she did suffer this gastrointestinal hemorrhage. It necessitated a blood transfusion or she would have died. And then she received the blood transfusion, lived, but now has contracted HIV. All those facts, let's assume they're true. Well, her damages now are obviously for the fact that she is living with an incurable virus. But had she not received the procedure, she would have died. So you can obviously now at this day and age with modern medicine, HIV is a disease that a virus that you can live with and have a healthy, long life. Um, but there are other, you know, there are other issues, of course, along um, that, that go along with having HIV, the HIV virus. But so what are her damages really is what I'm trying to get to. And that's, that's kind of an interesting legal issue that I will, um, I would like to see if it, this continues to play out through the courts and there's no settlement, um, I, I would be interested to see what happens with this because, um, I mean, she, she would have died without it and now she's living with an incurable virus. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's essentially what the lawsuit is about. And of course, <laughs> it would be difficult to talk about celebrity legal news without touching on the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. I have a lot of opinions about this. I believe our last episode, oh gosh, I could have this wrong. Um, we did discuss briefly this lawsuit. So that episode really talks about the crux of the defamation lawsuit, what the allegations are, and what the legal issues are. But obviously, over the last six weeks, this trial has gotten a lot of news, has gotten a little off the rails, in my opinion, or a lot off the rails. I think that the fanatical depth fans, is that duplicative fanatical depth fans? Well, nonetheless, I think there are some people who are absolutely crazy. Um, the people lining up outside the courthouse, camping out. It's gotten, it's gotten totally off the rails and people have 
completely forgotten what the lawsuit is about. But now the jury has entered deliberations. So we're done with the trial. We're done with the circus. We're done with all of that. Um, now the jury has to only focus on what their duties are. So th- this is a defamation lawsuit. Um, obviously, what's been in the headlines has been, you know, <laughs> Amber Turd and whether she's lying and, you know, all of the things that you've seen and heard. But really, the case hinges on specific statements that were made in the Washington Post op-ed piece that was authored by Amber Heard. So the jury is going to have to take a look at those specific statements and whether they were defamatory. Um, and then there's the countersuit by Amber Heard against Johnny Depp. But nonetheless, that's what's happening right now. I don't want to get into it too much because I think that too much has been made of this lawsuit, um, of this trial. I believe that televising this trial has been harmful for any victims of abuse, um, domestic abuse, sexual violence, whatever those things may be. I think that this has turned this, I think it's been dangerous for, for those victims. Um, I believe it's become quite a circus and we've, I, it just bothers me for a lot of reasons, but we'll move on from that. So we'll see. I, I would assume that, or I would hope that the jury can reach a verdict next week. Sorry for that noise if you heard that. Um, I'm hoping that they can get this done and we can be have it no longer be in the headlines, move on from it. There are much, much, much more important things going on in the world than two celebrities in a clearly toxic relationship using the legal system to uh, drag each other. So let's move on. Finally, last headline that I will touch on I could get into this particular issue and this particular topic a little bit more on a different episode, but because I just want to touch on some of these headlines for the week, I'm not going to go super deep into this, but Erica Jane, Erica Girardi is back in the news. Um, This week, the headline has to do with another lawsuit brought against Erica and her company, EJ Global. Now, as you know, she's tied up already in the Girardi Keys bankruptcy, the GK, or I mean, Tom Girardi's personal bankruptcy. And she has been sued separately by other individuals. This particular lawsuit is a lawsuit. And again, this, this lawsuit has been pending for a while. The issue that's before the, that's in the news this week, and that's before the court has to do with this particular lawsuit. So that's why I want to give background on what the lawsuit is about. But it's a law firm who is suing Erica Jane and EJ Global for unpaid referral fees and unpaid attorney's fees. Now, the law firm is being represented by Ronald Richards, who, if you know anything about the Erica Jane Tom Girardi scandal, then you've heard of Ronald Richards. He's on Twitter all the time. And actually, Erica's attorneys just refer to him as the Twitter lawyer um, because he's, he does, he tweets a lot and he tweets a lot about Erica. And he's kind of made a name for himself. I mean, I think he already was out there, but it seems as if he's gotten a little bit more popularity because of the Erica Jane Tom Girardi scandal. Um, but nonetheless, Ronald Richards is the one representing the plaintiff in the lawsuit against Erica and her company, EJ Global. And they are alleging that some of the, or their unpaid referral and attorney's fees, those specific funds were somehow diverted um, into EJ Global and Erica Jane 
herself. So, um, but what's happening right now, this week, Ronald Richards filed an ex-party motion in LA Superior Court um, regarding EJ Global's franchise tax board suspension. Now, when an entity is suspended by the franchise tax board, they can't participate in lawsuits. So Erica Jane is an individual. EJ Global is a an entity, a legal entity, a business. And they were suspended by the franchise tax board for, I think, not paying taxes. Now, on Erica's side, her attorney saying, well, they haven't filed taxes because Girardi Keys, Tom Girardi, they were the one handling the finances for EJ Global. Those financial records are gone. How can you file taxes without having access to your um, books? So that's their argument. They're not. They're saying, hey, this isn't our fault. Um, we're, we're trying to make this right, but we just can't. Now, Ronald Richards is arguing on behalf of his client that by EJ Global being suspended, um, they can't participate in this lawsuit. And because of that, they're hindering the lawsuit from moving forward. So meaning they can't participate in discovery. They can't take a deposition of the person most knowledgeable at EJ Global because EJ Global legally cannot participate in this lawsuit. So what they're doing is they're going to the court saying, um, you need to strike their answer, meaning get rid of their answer to the complaint. And um, that way we can move forward with the lawsuit. And um, essentially what happened at this hearing is the court said, y'all need to come back on June 30th and Erica must file by June 27th all the steps that she has taken in attempts to revive EJ Global's suspended status. So they'll be back in court June 30th. We'll see what, if anything, Erica has done to see if she really is being honest about um, you know, trying to make sure that EJ Global is in good standing with the Franchise Tax Board. So that's what's happening. Of course, there's a lot of other headlines that I saw, but these are the few I wanted to touch on today. I am happy to be back. I hope that I can continue to do this regularly. And thank you for tuning in. And for those of you, we always ask, you know, please rate, review, subscribe. For those of you who are doing that, much appreciated. We kind of joke that, um, and when I say we, Natasha and I, we've, we've joked like people have given us five stars and then it's either five star or one star. Like if you don't like what you hear, just turn it off. Giving us a one star just feels like you're being a hater. And if you are listening and haven't rated us and you do like us, please do that. You know, I actually listen to a lot of podcasts, like I said, and I don't ever rate or really, or write reviews. It just, and it's not because I don't like it. It's just, I subscribe and listen. And and that to me shows my support, but it does help a lot. If you just, I think there's, when you're looking at the, the little what's it called? At least on the Apple podcast, you can just go to the show page and then there's a way you scroll down and I think it says rate or review. If you could do that for us, for me, I would very much appreciate it. And if you do like what you hear, share with your friends and you can join us on Instagram. I will be posting more regularly there. That is at legally40ish. And thank you. Um, I hope to hear from you guys because doing this by myself, I'm like, speaking into the abyss and I get nothing back in return. So follow, send us emails at legally40ish at gmail.com, whatever. We'd love to hear from you all. Um, All right. Until next week. Bye.